It's Thursday, May 3rd, 2012. It would truly be a devil's bargain if the price we paid for domestic energy development was contamination of our water and our air. New rules on fracking to protect drinking water. This is the war on hydraulic fracturing. Same old objections from Republicans. Protesters clash with police at the UK Energy Summit. Smoke bomb dropped on a nuclear plant. Plus, blocking Warren Buffett's coal trains. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Of course there's a war on oil. That's this administration's policy. It's their number one policy. And they're waging it by drilling for more oil than ever before. Man, that Barack Obama is diabolical. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des. Uh, that diabolical Obama. Well, he is. Uh, you know, he's just too, he's outsmarted them again. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, what do you have for us today that isn't quite as diabolical? Well, this is pretty diabolical. The Department of Interior is introducing new rules on Friday for fracking on public lands. The proposed rules would boost federal oversight and environmental regulations of the controversial natural gas drilling technique known as fracking, or hydraulic fracturing, that has been implicated in complaints of water contamination around the country. The diabolical proposed rules would require drillers to disclose the toxic chemicals they use in the process and establish standards on the cementing of well casings and the disposal of millions of gallons of toxic wastewater from the process. It's war! Predictably, Republicans and the oil and gas industry are against any new federal standards, saying regulation should be left entirely to the states. The state versus federal control issue was on display at a Congressional House field hearing in Denver on Wednesday, Colorado's Republican State Senator Jerry Sonnenberg testified that one-size-fits-all federal regulations that protect air and water would harm job creation. The difference in regulatory needs for Texas and places east of the Mississippi are as diverse as the differences of energy production in Colorado. But New Jersey's Democratic Congressman Rush Holt disagreed. Do Coloradans react differently to contaminated water? I mean, does the physiology of a Coloradan react differently to carcinogens? So this argument about states' rights isn't really about anything more than they figure that it's harder to block these things in 50 different states than it is with a single stroke of the pen at the federal level. And it all depends on whether or not the state environmental agency will actually enforce their rules. And of course, they won't. While some state regulators say their rules are adequate, a new study suggests that the fracking process itself could lead to aquifer contamination two to five years after the frackers leave. Much like a crack in a car windshield that grows larger over time, the study in the journal Groundwater indicates those toxic drilling fluids could migrate into and contaminate underground drinking water aquifers within two to five years, far more quickly than previously predicted. Climate activists in the UK clashed with police at a summit of Britain's six largest energy companies. Two protesters were arrested as activists from the Climate Justice Collective attempted to enter the hotel where the meeting was underway on Wednesday. Climate Justice Collective says they were trying to speak with industry executives and explain how British families are suffering from higher fuel prices while energy companies rake in profits. 
Meanwhile, Greenpeace on Wednesday smoke-bombed a French nuclear plant. An activist effortlessly parasailed into a nuclear plant in northern France on Wednesday and dropped a bright red smoke bomb directly onto the roof of one of the reactors. Oh, man. He was eventually arrested by police. Greenpeace said the stunt was to demonstrate the security vulnerabilities of France's nuclear industry in advance of a key debate in the French presidential election. Canadian climate protesters are going the polite route, however. In a cordial letter this week, Chief NASA scientist Dr. James Hansen politely explained to billionaire investor Warren Buffett why Dr. Hansen will be blocking all of Mr. Buffett's coal export trains on his railroad on Saturday, May 5th. This Saturday, May 5th, is Connect the Dots Day, an international day of climate action sponsored by the environmental group 350.org to bring attention to climate changes currently happening around the world. Dr. Hansen is calling on Mr. Buffett to act to stop promoting dirty fossil fuels on behalf of his grandchildren, as he explained here in an online TED Talk. It would be immoral to leave these young people with a climate system spiraling out of control. There's a Connect the Dots event near you. Look it up at 350.org. Is it my imagination or does Connect the Dots Day arrive earlier and earlier each year? No, because this is the first one. Oh, diabolical. You can learn more about all of those stories and the ones we didn't have time for at our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. We rely on you. Don't make us paraglide into your nuclear plants. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Diabolical Green News Report. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal mine.